This week, I'm finding out how IBM Consulting is working with a Bitcoin SV startup called CertiHash to develop a cybersecurity product on the BSV blockchain. Sentinel Node, as it will be known, will detect corporate data breaches faster than existing products and so reduce the cost of cyber attacks. IBM's blockchain expert who's working on the project is Patrick Valashtrick. You're listening to CoinGeek Conversations with Charles Miller. Patrick, thank you very much for doing CoinGeek Conversations today. Hello, thank you for the invitation. You're with IBM and you have a customer, CertiHash, which is a Bitcoin SV business. And what is it that they have asked you to do? So the CertiHash is a company which is a daughter company of a, another company, Smart Ledger Solutions, based on the, in the US. And they are willing to create cybersecurity suite uh, dedicated for enterprises. And the first product which they are going to deliver is a Sentinel node. And we as IBM are responsible for creating, uh, so develop a development of this solution and uh, uh, bringing it live for for a for a certi hash, right. and the Sentinel Node is a, a product which we could potentially identify as a second layer security tool. It is dedicated for a data breach detection, so um, it's some kind of a solution which will let you to uh, find that someone was inside your systems and was trying to modify something, hide his activity. So we are going to. Uh, detect post-factum that someone was uh, trying to steal some data or modify anything in your, in your system. So it's a second layer security solution. Right. Um, now you're a specialist in blockchain solutions at IBM. Have you had anything to do with Bitcoin SV before this project? Um, unfortunately not. It's our first approach to the uh, public blockchain infrastructure at all because um, I'm working at uh, IBM Consulting in uh, Central Eastern Europe where uh, I've been responsible for business analysis and the architecture of the solutions which we are building for our customers for uh, five years now. And all of the solutions which we have built so far were based on a Hyperledger fabric, which is an enterprise-grade but a permissioned ledger, so it's rather referred as a DLT, so distributed ledger technologies. A lot of IBM projects uh, are built on Hyperledger, right? Um, most of them. I assume we have created something around 1,000 of the solutions worldwide for uh, various industries so far. And uh, now we are going beyond that and we are also trying to experiment with a public blockchain infrastructure because like we see uh, the potential of this decentralization and possibility to enter into a web-free ecosystem. So yeah, BSV is one of the, uh, one of the our choice because... Uh, we saw the potential in this technology like uh, high performance, the scalability and the very low transaction fees, which right. are uh, enabling to create the enterprise-grade solutions. But as you said, 30Hash is part of Smart Ledger in the States, and they are all about Bitcoin SV. What is it that you can bring to help them since you are new to Bitcoin SV? Um, we are new to Bitcoin SV, that's correct. However, we are, we are not new to the blockchain itself because we have delivered, as I said, m- many, many projects yes. before. The solution 
itself, um, from a front-end, back-end, it's almost the same what we are going to deliver. The only layer which is changed is the blockchain layer, which instead of Hyperledger Fabric, we will use the BSV, or we could use Ethereum or any other. So we, we don't have the expertise in this blockchain layer. However, the solution itself is very similar. And what we are going to create is, in fact, this what is uh, over the blockchain layer. So we will be only creating the backend, which will be then connected to the API interfaces itself to the blockchain layer. And the blockchain layer will be delivered, of course, for a, right. by, by other company who specializes specifically in a BSV. I see. And what has been the general response of, of you and your colleagues to what you've learned about Bitcoin SV through this project? Through this project, we are going to explore uh, whether the commitment of the BSV um, association and the people who are using it are real. I mean, if the performance, if the transaction fees, if the scalability, we would like to test it. I, I mean, and get knowledge whether the public blockchain infrastructure works similarly to what we have done on the permission ledgers. So uh, that's what, what we would like to get, to expertise in a public infrastructure. So, so it, w would it be fair to say you've you've heard all the good things that the Bitcoin Association has to say about Bitcoin SV, and now you're going to find out for yourself. From a technical perspective, we believe that because the uh, foundation is solid, um, the white paper is solid. We also, uh, based on the other protocols where we have some expertise, we've been experimenting on ourselves with uh, Ethereum, with Bitcoin, with, mm. with Stellar. IBM even had a project with a Stellar previously back in 2017-18, uh, pr probably. So we've been experimenting already with the public uh, in infrastructure. And uh, we know how it works. Uh, we've got our personal expertise. So now we would like to v verify it on an enterprise level, whether it would be a good fit for, for companies uh, who might be interested in running the solution based on, on the public blockchain. So is it possible that if you are impressed with Bitcoin SV in this project, in future, you might be recommending it to your clients as a solution for, for other things? Um, definitely. If, uh, if what is committed would be, uh, would be true, and I believe it will be, then uh, we would like to cooperate further with the, both CertiHash, maybe other partners could be interested in, in our services. So we would like to join to, to this ecosystem and we would like to promote BSV uh, for our customers and, uh, and partners if it would be a, a good fit. So I believe it would be, but we will see. Right. Um, and I think from the point of view of CertiHash, there will be an additional benefit from working with you at IBM because when the product is available, then you will be helping with the distribution and the sales. Is that right? Um, yes, that's our purpose. If we'll build the solution and we'll find uh, it works like, uh, like designed, then we would, of course, help the uh, CertiHash not only as a service company who is delivering the solution and building it, but also as a partner who would go to the market and try to convince the customers that, yes, this solution is uh, enterprise-grade ready. You could use it. It's safe. And uh, BSV is a good technology choice for you if you would like to enter into this crypto space, let's say. Right. Is it possible that uh, rather than you helping Serdihash, you're kind of being used by them 
to legitimize a, a, a product that um, so they don't have to sell it themselves, they, that if they've got the stamp of approval from IBM, that's going to be a huge advantage. I mean, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that, but is that the way their thinking is going, do you think? Yeah, you are completely right. I mean, uh, in most cases when some company is approaching us, uh, we had exactly the same issue with the Hyperledger fabric when we were designing the solution not for the enterprise companies, but for startups. They were trying to, as you said, legitimize their solution because IBM built it, it's somehow certified and it might be promoted and getting an advantage over, over competition. However, we are really, really careful about making any commitments unless we test solution in the reality and we are 100% certain that it is a good solution and you could promote it. So it's not so easy that if you are working with IBM, you can publicly announce everyone that right. IBM is legitimizing something. You have to get through the, um, all the processes which IBM has set up internally and then you can uh, make it publicly available that you have built something and it's uh, supported by IBM. I don't know whether to this day... Um, this famous saying uh, about IBM is familiar to people who work for IBM, which is that nobody got fired for choosing IBM. Is that something you've heard? Um, yes, I heard about it. Um, I'm not sure if it is still uh, valid, however... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know of people in, who in have been fired. And, and previously, yeah, I think it was, it was, it was true. But now I, I'm not sure. I wouldn't <laughs> make a commitment about that. <laughs> right. Um, well, it's interesting, though, from, from the corporate point of view, that a massive organization like ABM is working with quite a small organization. What are, what are the sort of dynamics of that? Do you work well as a partnership with CertiHash? And who, who takes the lead when there's a, a dis difference of opinion and different ways of doing things? Um, we are working on the partnership level. However, it is completely new experience for us because, uh, as you said, the big enterprises has a different uh, approach to delivering the services. So from uh, companies like uh, CertiHash or other startups, we, what we are learning is the fact that we could uh, see how the real agile company is working on because it is a completely different approach to delivering the services. They, they are truly agile company. So we are getting... Uh, knowledge from them how we should approach the agile in a real way because mo most of the services which are delivered on the enterprise grades are I would say uh, every company today says that we are agile however yes. it's it's not it's not a uh, it's not true at all uh, I mean they are trying to be agile however to learn to be agile you have to cooperate with the companies who truly understand how this agile works. And, and the from, from the is very from, agile. Is it? They are very agile. Yeah. yeah, they are very agile. So we, we get get some uh, knowledge how, how it works in, in reality. Because, you know, we are still, uh, we have in our mind that delivering projects should be based on the waterfall because it's it's how the corporate is... Uh, on the waterfall? On the waterfall methodology. Uh, instead of the, there is agile and waterfall. Oh, I don't, I'm not familiar with waterfall. Waterfall is uh, approaching a project stage by stage. So you're uh, creating the. Going from down from one ledge to another or analysis, something. Analysis, then development, uh, right. testing, solution, go live. 
There is uh, no uh, overlapping of the right. You, you tick something off before you move on to the next thing. So you, you have to test everything before before moving to to the next step. And uh, agile is a different approach. So more chaotic. More chaotic, yes. But you you have uh, a field to experiment. So if something is not working, you can test it uh, during the development. Then decide. No, sorry, this was a bad idea. We could we should change it and uh, approach in a different way or maybe remodel our product, which we are working on. So that's the approach how the new companies are working today, the modern companies are working today. And it's a very good uh, point for us to uh, learn how it right. works. I mean, one of the things about selling this to your customers, I would imagine, is that they will have to understand that this is on a public blockchain Yes. And that will be perhaps something new coming from IBM. How much of a, a big issue do you think that will be and how will you approach that? Um, that's always the issue with the customers with, with whom we are uh, speaking and trying to sell some services because it's not, the, um, it's not the problem to build the solution on the blockchain. However, for many, many years we've been experimenting only with a permission blockchain because Everyone believes that permission blockchain is safe because you are in, in control of your data. You decide who will see it, who, mm. you who will have an access into that. that yes, technology. And, yeah. uh, approaching a public blockchain is completely different because whatever you are going to put into a blockchain it will be publicly available. So we have to take care what kind of information would be in the blockchain. And the good idea, the best idea is to put their as little data as possible. So the best option is only hashes of, of the data, mm. no uh, personal data, private uh, identifi mm. identifiers or something like that, because there would be a huge problem if uh, something like that uh, would happen. So yes, it's, it's, it's a hard uh, and a complex process to convince the customers that the public blockchain is a good choice and they could use it uh, instead of the permission blockchain or, or even a centralized databases. Uh, but we, we believe that more and more companies are open to work on the public uh, infrastructure. And we've got a lot of evidences from other enterprises who worked on, on a public blockchain already. And uh, they are pretty happy about that. So I mean, I, I remember probably just a couple of years ago talking to somebody in, in one of the big consultancies and they said, yes, well, we probably have to start with the private blockchains because that's more reassuring for big business. But they said it's like, the, it's like a gateway drug, you know. If we, can, if we can get them onto this, then we'll be able to persuade them about the public blockchain from that. So do you think that the, the best customers for Sentinel node, for instance, will be people who are already familiar with a private blockchain. Um, you are right that uh, some consulting companies were approaching this from the very beginning and telling that we should start with a permission blockchain. Then maybe there would be some hybrids and then we would go totally public. Um, I'm not sure. I'm rather uh, focused on the fact that we will be on this hybrid way of working. So some companies would stay with their permission blockchain because they believe it's the best technology. And in some cases, it is true, specifically for uh, financial services uh, or capital markets being uh, focused on the 
permission blockchain would be probably the, the because, better bet. Because they really would not trust the security of a public drop blockchain. Yes, and they are they are really concerned about the fact there could be a possibility to uh, put some data which shouldn't be placed into a blockchain and you, you cannot remove it. If something is saved into Ethereum or Bitcoin, in a permission it, blockchain it you can forever. you can tinker with it. Um You also cannot delete it. However, you are in control who sees this data. I see. Yeah. And so you could make you some internal policy and decide right. what to do with these facts. While on the public blockchain, there is no choice. It's, so, it's so you, you're not part of the school of thought, which is that eventually everyone will be on the public blockchain. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. There, it's rather not a possible. It's ra rather not possible, and it's not only there wouldn't be on public blockchain. There, they wouldn't be on blockchain. Uh, At all. <laughs> At all. Yeah, there are some companies which yeah. will be using decentralized databases because there are some advantages which are not possible to overcome with, with the blockchain technology. So some of the products need a centralized database because of yeah. the performance, because of the data privacy, because of, of their confidentiality or other, other aspects. So no, I, I don't believe the public blockchain would be an infrastructure which all of the companies will be using no. in, in the future. Well, you've talked about how this project is uh, teaching you and your colleagues about Bitcoin SV. And we're recording this inter interview at the um, BSV convention in Dubai, where there's a whole lot of BSV people around. That's what, what has been your impression of the whole ecosystem that you've experienced here? Um, I'm really impressed about the level of the presentations which are um, presented downstairs because... Um, As you can see, all of these people are focusing only on the business and not the technology itself. They are uh, really business free. They are looking for uh, benefits which the technology might bring, how they can address uh, specific business problems which currently exist and solve it with the solutions based on blockchain technology. They are not a, a speculant, so they are not, not focusing on. Yeah. yeah, they are not speculating on. Bitcoin price or whatever. Yeah. I, I've, I think I've not heard even once that the speculation or something like that. No. Th this word didn't exist in, in this conference. Whereas so in, in, in other cryptocurrency type conferences, that would be the main focus, I would imagine. It's one of the most important topics in most of the crypto spaces. So what will be the price of this specific coin? Should I invest in it or, or not? Here we are not talking about the investment. And you think that's a good thing? I think that's a good thing. From a business perspective, that's extremely important to focus on application of blockchain and finding how we can solve the real business problem and justify using this technology instead of uh, focusing on which coin would be the best choice for future earnings. So if somebody were to approach you now with another BSV project, you'd be in general, quite positive about the idea. We would be quite positive, yeah, that, that's true. So if there will be any company interested in, in our services, we are really keen to start cooperation. And uh, yeah, I, I hope it would be a good, good choice. Brilliant. Well, Patrick, thank you very much. And I really hope the project with Hash goes well. It sounds really exciting. Yeah, thank you very much also. Thank you. Have a, rest, have a good rest of the, of the conference. Thanks, and same to you. Thanks very much to Patrick Valastrick 
and good luck to both IBM and Certihash with that project. Next week, I'll be finding out about a couple of new products from Gate to Chain, which promise to make life easier for developers and the creators of NFTs. So please join me with Gate to Chain's co-founder, Joe Hollis-DePayer. Until then, thanks for listening, and from me, Charles Miller, goodbye.